boobs. Welcome to Dial H for HeroClix episode uh, 167. <laughs> I'm your host, Drew Alderson. Uh, I've got people with me. Like, we got a lot of people, actually. We usually don't have this many people, but we're, we've got people. Uh, Calder Ness. Call to come back. Hello. I put I put him be, I put him before Chris Britton just to make Chris mad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wasn't mad. I didn't care. No, uh, Chris Britton's here too. <laughs> What's going on, guys? And uh, joining us is our special guest for the week. Uh, some call him a doctor. Some call him a Mister. Overall, though, he can fix your clicks. Jesus Christ, Calder. Are you okay? I'm good. I fell out of my chair. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Mr. Clicks Mix. Say hello. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Mr. Clicks Mix is a, uh, you said you're a YouTuber and what else do you do? i on on uh, YouTube and then, you know, I have my regular day job and I'm on Twitter and stuff like that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. Um, so, uh, let's talk about you as a Hero Clicks player. When did you start? Uh, I started, uh, Armor Wars, I think was the new set when it, when it came out, when I first started or, uh, that day, the days of future past, the original one that came with the Sentinel and, uh, Logan and Hound was the first thing I ever bought. I think it was so cool looking. Uh, it was awesome. I still have it. Like I almost never keep golden age stuff and I still have that thing hanging around. I was, uh, playing, I think Yu-Gi-Oh at the time. And uh, I saw it sitting on a shelf, and I was like, what's that? And a guy took it off, and they were playing it there. And I played one game that was a Sentinel versus a Sentinel, and that was it. I, I sold all my Yu-Gi-Oh stuff the next day. I was like, I'm playing Hero Clicks. Rough decision. So Armor Wars, so you're you're an oldie like Chris, all right? Yes. Oh, man. It's crazy to hear about. Um Back in my day, uh, what, <laughs> when what, flyers could carry flyers. What kind? So obviously you got into it. I imagine because of comics. Like, what's what's your favorite universe? Like, yeah, my favorite universe is um, definitely Marvel. Yeah, I read uh, a lot of uh, Fantastic Four. Was probably my favorite one, especially that uh, Hickman run of uh, Fantastic Four and Future Foundation. Yeah, FF, that, those yeah. were so good. How do you feel about just while we're on that topic? How do you feel about the fact that like Hickman writes almost in in epics and the stuff that he wrote back then totally ended up being important for like Secret Wars and his his run up until Secret Wars? I I love that because like uh, one of my favorite uh, book series of all time is the the Lord of the Rings series. Um, so just to have everything tie in like that is really up my alley, and it was just the the grandiose scale. He he's really one of the writers that just fits me as a person really well. Yeah, I, I really like I his run on the Avengers was fantastic too. Oh yeah, it was good too. I I wish it wouldn't have come out twice a month. That was tough to keep up with. <laughs> so uh who 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 would you say you're you said you got a penance or <laughs> you like an you got an affinity for the Fantastic Four. Who's your favorite yeah. uh who's your favorite comic book character? Uh, it's, uh, it's the cliche of Spider-Man with, uh, probably Doctor Strange being a close second. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, those are, those are both some good characters. I mean, like, yeah, like, those are, those are good choices. 
Um, well, uh, Chris, you got any questions? <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a few. Um, so, what are your favorite pieces to play, or combos of pieces, or what keywords do you collect? What do you play the most? Uh, well, uh, keywords that I've been playing a lot lately is probably uh, Sinister Syndicate. Yeah. Um, that one's just been really good since Amazing Spider-Man came out. Um, and then, you know, traditionally it's Avengers just because you can pick basically anybody. Um, and that's about it. I'd love to say Fantastic Four, but they keep not making them, so. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that we got, after all that time of complaining about not getting X-Men figures, and we finally got them. And I guess that there's another set in the works for X-Men yeah. already. And, and they keep not making Fantastic Four. And I, I hell, I don't even... Like, I'm not a huge Fantastic Four fan, but I definitely want to see them made into clicks for the people that are huge Fantastic Four fans. I know. it's It hurts my soul when they don't make them. But uh, I, I was hopeful with, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the uh, Guardians, the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, where they had uh, the Watchers in it. Yeah. I was really hoping that, uh, you know, they would have mended some fences to have Fantastic Four, and it doesn't look like they did that. Mm. I guess we'll find <laughs> out. Yeah. I think they still think they can make money off of it. Even after, uh, you know, all fan, this... the fan four stick. Oh God, it was so bad. I paid, <laughs> I paid a dollar to see it and I wanted my dollar back. Oh man. So I guess we share completely different views on that movie then. All right. Cool. We do. That's, wait, that's wait, fine. Wait, you like that movie Calder? Uh, twice in theaters. Then I bought it on uh, DVD and I saw it three or so times. I made a lot of people watch that movie with me. I well, well hold on, hold on, friends. hold on. They have theaters in South Dakota? Oh, no, I was in Wyoming at this time. Oh, okay. Wait, we they have Cheyenne. theaters in Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, even even a smaller uh, state with less people in Cheyenne, yeah. they do, in Jackson. All right. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, gl I'm glad you got off your ranch, Calder. Yeah, you got off yeah. Your ranch. Uh, <laughs> okay, back, back to... Um, Mr. Clickspix. Mr. Clickspix, do you have a real name? Yeah, my, my real name is Jamie. Okay, all right. Well, yep. um, Jamie, uh, so you've been making videos on YouTube for a while now. Uh, sorry. Yes. But I love how that's one of your questions. Hey, you got a real name? <laughs> yes. Um, that's, how, that's the how mystery. Long been, how long have you been making uh, videos? I think uh, 2014, like early 2014, late 2013. I start. I, I started like, I think within a month of uh, married with clicks. Oh right on. Yeah, yeah. So I've been at it for a while. I had to take some time off because, honestly, I didn't think my videos were that good. So I I stopped and learned how to use a camera like a human being and stuff like that. So ho hopefully my quality is going to be picking up soon. Okay. Actually, second question based off of that. Uh, so you've got, you have graphics and you have music along with your videos now. Yeah. Did you, did you make that or did you get somebody else? To uh, actually my, my wife is a graphic designer. Oh. So I, I shanghaied her into service. This nice. was, uh, this was the long game. You met her like probably years ago, all I, with the intention of starting a hero clicks, uh, YouTube true. channel. Yep. Yeah. When I met her, when I was 12, I was like, this is, I, I need her to do graphic design for me. And I, I assume that she was roughly around the age of twelve at the same time. Yeah, she's a she's a month older than me. <laughs> I met her when I was twelve, but she was twenty seven. So it's... no, my my game's not that good. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, 
as far as your videos go, you do a lot of like how tos, and I saw that you do a lot of um, meta. Yeah. About like ROCs and stuff like that too. Yep. Yeah, I've been uh, since I did the the West Virginia State Championship not long ago. That's what I've been talking about a lot. But I tend to do like team builds and uh, sort of like uh, a, a bridge between casual and dipping your toe into meta. Um, you know, like uh, where like Married with Clicks goes into you know generalities and they never talk about specific figures. I'm like, here you need Jakeem Thunder and Goblin King, and this is what you do. Right. Whereas you know they'll talk about you know a broad idea. You know a video that I like that you should definitely remake this year what's that uh your holiday gift guide like what if someone in your life plays hero clicks and you don't know what to get them that video showed you like what to buy people instead of like very specific figures and stuff like that yeah that was a fun one i actually it's hilarious since you mentioned that i just uh i got with somebody on amazon for a uh new hero clicks case like the with the closed cell foam inside of it for storage and for taking your stuff to events because the one that I suggest in that video, you can't find that thing. So I am actually, that's one of the videos I'm going to redo. So it's funny that you brought that up. Cool. Cool. All right. Last question that I have for you. Yep. Um, so you said about dipping your toes into the meta and stuff like that. I'm, you probably have heard us harping on the state of the meta game right now. Mm -hmm. What are what are your opinions on the state of meta as it stands right now? I, I think right now it's a little bit stale uh, because, you know, they have like, uh, you know, really two figures that are dominating. Um, and they had that happen before when they had uh, the uh, Web of Spider-Man Nightcrawler and uh, I forget the name of the figure from uh, Arkham Asylum. It was a super rare that was dominating every Met Metatron, Metron, Metron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was just two figures and everybody used it. So I don't really care for that, and it's an unpopular opinion, but I actually liked the resources because, yes, everybody had a resource, but the teams were really varied. Yeah, I, I went to Worlds the year that they had – would they have all seven Lanterns, the Phoenix Force, and the uh, Book of the Skulls. Yeah. And it was just – it was crazy. Like you wouldn't see the same team hardly ever. Um, okay. so I know a lot of people didn't like them, but I thought that was the most varied, uh, meta that we've had so far, but I do like that they're getting away from the resources. I just, I wish that there was more than two figures that would really give you a chance. I, I tried to branch out a little bit on my ROC team, but I didn't do anything too crazy. So, well, I we are, we lost resources basically, but with this new Thor set, um, I mean, we're seeing a lot of equipment coming out with like the 24 weapons. Yeah, and some plus of weapons so or something good. like that. Yeah, yeah, and then so I'm I'm assuming that that's going to generally take over a lot of the the slots where people would be putting resources, and now they're going to be putting these really good little pieces of equipment on their team. Right. Yeah. Um, that is all I have. Uh, Calder, Drew, do you got anything else? No, Calder, you got anything? I uh, no, I no, I think I'm good because I I was a pretty big fan of your videos for a while too, and had the pleasure of playing you also. So yes, I am twice. Was, yeah, twice. <laughs> uh, all how right. How did you guys play each other? Oh, okay. Yeah, go. I'm curious actually too. Oh, all right. Yeah, uh, through the 
Heroclix International Exchange Skype online tournaments. Oh. Yep. Skype or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think I don't know if I would have the patience to do that if it weren't in like real real life. It was more difficult than I wanted it to be, and it wasn't Calder's fault. It's just hard to play when somebody's not there, and you got to move all the pieces and try to line things up. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ugh, yeah. No, I that sounds like a nightmare. But I absolutely love it because you know I guess nearest venue is two hours away, so I dig the playing online thing. It's pretty fun. A lot of yeah, work, I, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's it took a while too to get through that tournament. That was yes. That was the hard part too. All right. Well, thank you for the interview portion, Mister Clicks Fix. Yep, um, not a problem. Drew, let's, let's Hi, do I'm this. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Drew. How are you guys? You doing good? <laughs> I'm Drew. This is the news portion of our podcast, in which we talk about all the news, and there's a lot. Um, a whole lot. I'm gonna start with Carnage, the you know the colossal they previewed. Um, he has uh, maximum Carnage and monster keywords for those who play maximum Carnage keyword. You you should be happy. Um, he is got four point values: three hundred, two hundred, one hundred, ten. Uh, you can probably guess that the 10-point value is a colossal retaliation uh, sort of thing. Um, he has uh, he starts out on his 300-point dial with running shot. Four, he's got four range triple bolt. Uh, he's got a 12 attack, though, with a uh, special attack ability, uh, which is actually his colossal retaliation ability. Well, he's got two traits. Let me start with those before I do anything. Uh, during force construction, you may add 10 points to Carnage costs, Carnage's cost up to 5 times. If you, For each time you choose to do so, add a symbiote bystander to your starting force. Uh, the symbiotes uh, basically have plasticity, 11 attack blades, uh, super senses, and shape change with a 16 defense. <laughs> These things are yes. dumb. This is so good. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. This guy could actually be meta, I think. Like, oh, I think he is. Yeah, he's he's one hundred percent. Just with how ridiculous this is, so stupid. Because you can pay up to fifty points. That means you don't have to. I mean, I if you just want to start Carnage and two symbiotes, that's only thirty put points in. You can, so, you can right. go, yeah, you can go to his hundred point slot, and oh my mm. gosh, this is stupid. Oh, plus two for his colossal retaliation, you get to bring in a symbiote for free. Like with no yeah. points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his other trait is uh, them symbiotes sure is tasty. Uh, <laughs> traded plasticity. <laughs> At the beginning of your turn, Carnage may KO one adjacent symbiote by standard to heal two clicks. That's so good. That's oh. that's good. Especially he doesn't have any reducers, so that's a good way to keep him alive. Uh, his... So he starts off with running shot, uh, like I said, four range, not amazing, but he's got 12 attack with his Colossal Retaliation Symbiote spawn ability. Uh, free action. If no other Colossal Retaliation power has been activated this turn, choose an opposing character that attacked Carnage or damaged a friendly character since your last turn. Place Carnage such that he can make a close attack targeting the chosen character. Then do so. After resolutions, you may generate a Symbiote bystander adjacent to the chosen character. 
Oh, <laughs> so good. Uh, that's good. retarded. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. Um, the fact that they both have an eleven attack is hysterical. It's ridiculous. And they so have... you can you can hit somebody for what is it nine clicks between those two? Yeah. If he if he brings in a symbiote and roll, rolls well. Yeah. Uh, ten for ten points. For ten yep. points. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's after actions resolve. Or after resolutions, sorry. Yeah. yeah you yeah. may generate the same adjacent to the chosen character. So, beginning of your turn, you colossal uh, retaliate. If you hit, you're going to pop out a symbiote immediately right next to him and attack again. So, mm-hmm. it's almost two free attacks. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Wow. Yes. It's really dumb. Uh, and he has this. The stupid thing is he has this on his 300-point dial so he can just hit you for five and then spawn a symbiote. On every starting line he has it, which is kind oh, of Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, and he has combat reflexes on his 100-point uh, dial because he has combat reflexes and flurry with three damage. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. It's really dumb. Um, so, uh, oh, actually, I didn't even see that he starts with four damage. Sorry, it's actually the starting line's like kind of weirdly placed on the card. So yeah, that, that is weird. That's really... so the the last click. Yeah. On that dial is the first click of his one hundred point dial. I don't. No, that's just how they had to fit it on the card then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It looks weird, but I, I get it. Yeah. Um, he's really good. Um, he does cool things. He gets various close combat abilities. Uh, some steel energy, some battle fury, or some exploit. Um, he's got various things. Tends to have a lot of shape change. It's pretty good. Um... So, speaking of really stupid figures, uh, Calder. Yeah, that's my name. Don't worry about what, what What if I told you <laughs> o- Odin was in a uh, destroyer suit and he was the, he was the rare prime? I would say that would be, uh, be pretty nuts. All right, well, tell me about I'd him. Say it's, all right. Gosh, I decided this gives me a headache just looking at him, just trying to. Yeah. He uh, is... All right, so think think about a really old guy in a metal suit and think about what he can do. Uh, we'll just go over really quick. He has armor as guardian and ruler for keywords. He has uh, four range, one bolt, no special combat symbols except for that he's a pretty get big, pretty big guy. He's got great size. Whatever. One team ability, which is power cosmic, which is pretty fitting for Odin. He's two hundred and thirty points. He has two traits. Teach humility one way or another. Once per turn, when an opposing character attacks one or more characters of a higher point value, you may re-roll that attack roll. So he has pretty much once per turn prob on anybody on the map. And then second trait, power, the new wording. If Odin the Destroyer has one action token, 
give him any two actions at no cost. Um, so he has multi attack basically. Basically. Yeah. And then we'll just we'll talk about how stupid that is after he goes through the rest of these abilities, but also top dial, he has special defense power impervious, but he blah, 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 blah. But he succeeds on a three through six, so he only oh. fails on one and two, which is oh. dumb. <laughs> oh you can't you can't outwit it. And you just gotta have penetrating or else you're pretty much you're screwed. And then his special damage power, which he gets at the beginning of his second point line on or on click four. Uh, colossal symbol. When Odin the Destroyer attacks a character that has a colossal symbol or is 200 points or more, modified attack and damage by plus two. So if you're fighting other colossals in the set, he can basically roast them alive fairly easily. Something tells me that uh, with all these colossals and how good they are, we'll get to another one of those in a minute. Uh, like, um, this guy's going to be pretty useful. <laughs> Like, he's gonna, he's gonna be really dumb. Oh, yeah. Even though he has like four range, he could basically first turn move him all the way up ten squares is as far as he can go. He's got eight eight movement sidestep, and then if they don't, if they somehow nineteen defense with impervious that succeeds on a six to three. I mean, which is so easy to beat, he can pulse wave <laughs> twice. As he pretty much pulse wave twice as a free action, and then hit you again. However, he wants to. Yeah, he's dumb. Yeah, he just yeah, really dumb. Yeah, this I, is. I hope to pull him in a sealed match would be really good. Oh, oh god! This is the kind of figure that people intentionally go out of their way to build temple teams around. Like this is amazing. He can just do so much. Stu- like like Calder said, you can move him out first turn. You can you know, if they don't have any penetrating, oh no, try and hit me. <laughs> Come on. You can't outwit him, so there's that because yeah. of power cosmic. And then, did you did you notice his defense values? Yeah. 19, 19, 18, 18, 18, 18, 19, 19, 19. 19. <laughs> what? Who designed this figure? Yeah, he never goes below 18 defense. He never goes below, well, printed 3 damage, but on those 3 clicks of 3 damage, he still has combat, or close combat Close expert, combat expert. Which is also reached. With 11 attack on all three clicks. 11 attack, 19 defense. Oh my god. Good stuff. Top notch. Top notch. Um, Thanks, Miss Kids. Thanks. <laughs> you, really, you really screwed us on What If and Elseworlds, but I feel like you're making a lot of people's summers a lot better after this set. Oh, oh yeah. man. Like, for sure. Uh... <laughs> Chris Britton. Hey, what's up? Tell me about Executioner and <laughs> oh, his... Oh, damn it, I really wanted to, I wanted to cover Mangog, but I'll cover it. Guest gets Mangog. <laughs> uh, all right. Executioner coming in at 120 points as Guardian Masters of Evil and Warrior Keywords. He has two traits, no special powers at all. Trait number one, Executioner starts the game with the Blood Axe equipped. Uh, trait number two... I stand by Amora no matter what. Unique modifier. If Executioner is adjacent to a character named the Enchantress, which I'm pretty sure confirms that we have an Enchantress in this set, both modify their defenses by plus one. Top dial, he starts with Charge and Impervious. That's a nine speed, 11 attack, 18 defense, and four printed damage. Uh, he does not have any special powers at all, like I said, but he also doesn't have any powers on his attack slot or damage slot the entire dial. So, what's the Blood Axe do for you? 
gives him battle fury, exploit weakness, and steal energy. <laughs> so his entire dial, he doesn't give a crap about your shape change or your whatever defensive reducers. And, <laughs> and he has steel energy the whole dial. Um, he's seven clicks deep, and on the last three, with an attack's, attack values of 10, 10, and 11, he has flurry. So you want to heal back up from the end of your dial? Yeah, you sure can. And if you look at his last click, which is dumb as hell, um, nine speed with flurry, 11 attack, 19 defense with impervious, and four damage. Yes. Four, four damage. Yes. With flurry. He's got the Masters of uh, Evil team ability as well. So he's, he's really pushable. And with he, him already having steel energy the entire dial and flurry at the end, you're definitely going to want to push this figure. He's good. Not great, but he's good. Yeah, he'll he'll be fun just to play around. He's he's better than he's, some of the he's stuff good. we've been getting. So and I mean, uh, yeah, yes. uncommon. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also has Indom. I forgot to mention that. So push. It, <laughs> Go it says uh, it says twenty nine A. So he must be a prime. Yeah, or there there will be a prime of him. What I guess. They, what would they do with that sculpt to make it into a different figure? We'll have rip to his find uh. Uh, Rip his arms off, give him M16s, the uh, dual wielding. That, that's what, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That was the only thing I could guess. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Good job, guys. I mean, the people on High this five. podcast. <laughs> High five. <laughs> All right, that's executioner, Mister Clicksfix. Tell me yes, about sir. Mangog. Oh, he's so good. If I pull one thing, I hope it's Mangog. Oh my gosh, this figure. So uh, they, so Chris, how do you feel knowing they nerfed the Pym tank and then released Mangog? I, I don't know if pissed is is the appropriate <laughs> word. Like it appropriately matches how I feel about this. <laughs> Plus, like the colossal retaliations in this set are better than like every colossal retaliation prior. That, that is a true statement. Like, it was almost like they were testing the waters before, and then they just went they just went full ham in this set. And they're like, you know what? Let's just make every one of their colossal retaliation abilities badass. Yes. All right, so you want me to go over this figure. He has the uh, minions of Thanos and cosmic keywords. He has uh, four starting lines, 700 points. 400 points, 150 points, and 30 points. Uh, the 30 point is his uh, Colossal Retaliation. He's got uh, Power Cosmic Team Ability, no range, standard symbols except for the Colossal uh, Damage Symbol. Uh, he has a trait and a special attack power, a special defensive power, and a special damage power. His uh, trait is uh, Pull the Odin Sword. Power once per game. If Mangog completely occupies an opponent's starting area and hasn't been moved or placed by any other friendly character this game, uh, turn his dial to the next starting line higher than his current starting line, and that becomes his new starting line and value. <laughs> and that is that is crazy. What? <laughs> okay. Oh man. And the best thing would be to do that after you've already mowed through like part of a part of a thing, part part of a point line, and then you're like, oh well, we're skipping all those, and I'm getting like six more clicks. Um. So so, 
the current starting line, if you if you started on his four hundred point dial, yeah, see he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight clicks of life, and all of them have a reducer of at least in vault or higher. Yep. You could get on down to his last click, so click number sixteen, trigger that once per game ability, and then you end up on click number one. Uh, I think you would be able to, if I'm reading it right, go all the way to click 24. His current starting line. Uh, maybe not. Oh no! Well, may, no, uh, I think you're right. I think you're right because his current starting line is not going to change throughout the game, right? Right. His if he started on the 400, it would still be the 400, even if he's on click 23. Yeah. So you could. I'm pretty sure that that's how it works. Yeah. That's even better than what I just said. Yeah. So if you can, you know, as long as you're in the starting area by the stop click, you get to go up and then you get a, a nine a nine movement with charge, 11 attack with super strength and 20 defense with invincible and a six damage after they already mowed through a 400 point figure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, my God. He, so he's minions of Thanos keyword. So I yep. cannot wait to play him on Black Order teams. Yes. Um, OK, done. so. um he, he also has a uh, special for his attack. It's called uh, Sliver of the Odin Force, and he only has it for his four, first four clicks of his 400-point dial, and it's uh, Penetrating Psychic Blast with a range value of 8. Um, so that's always good. And uh, he also, on those clicks, has a 7-movement uh, a with Running Shot, 19 Defense with Invincible, and a 5 Damage with Shape Change. So as... Against away from the clicks for a second, just as far as the history of this character, because did any of you know who Mangog was? Like, I, I the only time I ever heard of him was uh, what was it? One of the Avengers TV show uh, cartoons that Disney XD has. Uh, I think it might have been Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, yeah, they had him for like one episode, and that was the only time I'd ever heard of him in my life. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Well, I went out of my way. I looked him up, and I just thought it was interesting because a lot of his uh, powers are mentioning the Odin sword, so the Odin sword, the Odin force. I had no idea how he tied into any of this, but basically, he—if you go to the um, Wikia for Marvel—it says he is the sum total of the hatred of a billion beings that were once killed by the ruler of Asgard and the Norse gods, Odin. So apparently, Odin created this guy. I don't know at what point he started working for Thanos, but sure, sounds great. Uh, all right, uh, all right. So I'll breeze through these next two things. It's uh, special on his defense, impervious, uh, colossal indifference, uh, and it's only on his last click, click twenty-four. Uh, stop impervious. If Mangog began the game on the thirty-point line, he can't attack smaller characters except via colossal retaliation. And when he gets that. He has a 19 defense. Uh, um, and, and Easy, baby. Yes. Uh, and then he has uh, a special on his damage, which is also uh, click 24, his last click, that has the 19 impervious. Um, the standard colossal wording. Uh, place Mangog in such a way that he can make close combat attack targeting the chosen character. And all other opposing characters within three squares in line of fire then do so. Hit characters are each dealt four damage instead of the normal damage. 
After resolution, make a close attack targeting each opposing character within two squares and line of fire. Hit characters are each dealt three damage instead of normal damage. So, <laughs> so he, he, he is the honey badger of the Colossals. He does not care. Oh, man. Seriously. So he makes two attacks. Two attacks, and from how I'm reading it, anybody within uh, two, squares. Two, two squares is taking seven damage. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it'll be uh, three, and, uh, three, four on the first four. attack, yep. and three on the second attack. And yep. he doesn't yep. have to hit the first attack to make the second attack. He just does correct. Yep. So and, oh, and Andy has super strength for that, so he could, in theory, be using a heavy object. Oh Although God. I don't think that would count for that one. But for the follow-up, it would be nice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> because you're definitely going to wow. knock him off that 19 defense. So. Oh, man. So he's... Be, be prepared for future meta teams to contain one, for sure, of one of these like every meta team is going to have like one of these I'll just colossal. Just run all these colossal spells. But it's, it's, yeah. you're going to see multiple colossal sitting on either side of the oh, table yeah. at well, the same time. Well, they kind of were. Adam was particularly played, and uh, like uh, like you saw a couple others. They were it, played before, but they weren't this good. Dude, yeah, for this 60 is. Points, I can put Carnage with two symbiotes and Mangog on my team. Yeah. Yeah. And like the the thing is. Uh, good about this one too is you you play some with the colossal retaliation like you just move somebody over to try to alpha strike and then when they hit that guy colossal retaliate and then sidestep hopefully into their starting area and your third points turned into a 150 point figure <laughs> oh uh, i didn't even think about that but yes you're absolutely right sidestep Right into their, yeah, starting area, yep. just pop it. And then you start with uh, 11 attack and 19 defense. Yep. With charge, super yep. strength, and invincible, four damage. Dear God. He's so good. Yes. All Do you right. think mm. they made him good because no one knew who he was? So they're like, we need to make all of these colossals. And everybody knows who Miss Marvel is. So we need to really pump up the ones that nobody knows. Well, I, I feel like they know that... that colossals are just hard to trade in general because a lot of people don't play them so they tried to make it so that nobody would be willing to trade them well they did well, a good brimstone job. was pretty good too but this is yeah this is this is crazy um okay our last spoiler well not our last spoiler from thor but in this article uh icarus i think yep mm-hmm. yeah that's how you spell or say it okay I don't know who this guy is, but because uh, I'm not, you know, a huge fan of the Eternals. But I'm assuming Chris is. So yeah, I'll dude, I love it. the Eternals. Uh, so Chris is kind of like um, a, a Superman ripoff almost. They got a lot of those. I think everybody's got a lot of those. Anyway, uh, Icarus is 150 points. He's got Eternal Deity and Warrior keywords. Um, uh, he's got a trait: Channel Cosmic Energy, free. Until your next turn, Icarus can't use the Power Cosmic Team ability, but can use Perplex and Will Power. Power. <laughs> when he uses Perplex and targets himself, modify combat value plus two instead. Dude, so, I, I love that trait. Super good. Oh, 
that's really dumb. Um, what is with the set? <laughs> Man, they want your money. Uh, they want I, it so I, badly. I, I kind of want to give it to him. Uh, he's got six range. He starts out with charge, uh, special attack ability, super strength, telekinesis. That's it. Uh, he's got impervious with an 18 defense and a special damage ability, leadership. When Icarus uses it and succeeds, you may instead remove all action tokens from all adjacent friendly characters with the eternal keyword. Okay. That seems that, that's okay. That's okay. That's not bad. I, I don't know how many other friendly characters you're going to get when he's 150 points. Yeah. No, and freaking the other one that they spoiled, Circe, is uh, like, what, 150 points too? I don't know yeah. that one off the... I know that she was over 100. Yeah, and I don't... It makes sense, though, because Eternals are basically supposed to be gods. Yeah. I mean, they are what they are, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not faulting them. I just don't know how much mileage, you know, unless you're, you know, playing six or 700 points. Yeah. Which I will just to run all the Eternals, so... <laughs> Do it. Uh, he, uh... He's basically kind of up in your face... Uh, he's kind of, like, he's not nearly as exciting as all the other guys. He's just kind of a beater. Uh, later on in his dial, he gets, uh, regeneration and toughness. He goes from, uh, impervious to invincible, gets close combat expert. Uh, nothing super exciting, but he seems kind of cool. So. He does have, um, phasing on those last two clicks that he can regen, so you can uh, always yeah. run him. Run and hide. You can always do the old run and regen. Yeah, and if you had to too, you could uh, use his cosmic energy to get your uh, defense up to a nineteen, at least That's on true. that first regen click. Uh, I mean, you're really all you're trading with that co- uh, channel cosmic energy trait is whether you can be outweighed or not, because yep. you get you get the willpower back, and then you get perplex plus two. Yep. So that's great. On yeah, the top click, he can income swinging in for either. Let's see. He has super strength, so two plus. Well, it cap, but I mean, you're talking like seven damage on top dial or thirteen attack for four or for six or something. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. He's a beater. He's not super interesting, but he, he he's good. He'll he'll be fun. Yeah, he'll do some damage. Um, this yeah. set is going to be hella fun to play sealed. Yes. Yes. Too bad it's never going to be a battle royal set. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. I have dreams. <laughs> never ever. Never know. You can hope that WizKids runs out of product and has to use something old. Yeah, that's true. You can hope. Uh, do you guys got? Do one of you guys have Thunderstrike pulled up? I will actually. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that one. Thunderstrike's my. Favorite, favorite Thor character. Well, I was gonna really? in the 90s, anyways. Love him. Yeah, Thunderstrike's just, pretty I'll awesome. Just, yeah, cause... no. Really angry. He's a chase, but I can I can get over that. Anyways, Thunderstrike is a trait. Well, now nah, we'll do this first. He has as Guardian and Avengers for his keywords. He's 115 points. He has five range, flight, and indom. And then he has one trait where it's wielder of Thunderstrike. He starts the game with the Thunderstrike equipped. Another trait, sacrifice Thunderstrike to destroy the Blood Axe. When Thunderstrike is KO'd, you may choose an equipment-object that started the game on your force and one that started the game on an opponent's force. If you do remove both objects, 
even if they are equipped. That's cool. So you can just, yeah, you basically <laughs> say, get out of here. And then he has special damage power for his first three clicks. The world still needs heroes and power and enhancement. Each time a friendly character attacks while having their damage value modified by one of these powers, modify Thunderstrike's attack value by plus one this turn. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good, really good. And then Thunderstrike, which is traded for him, gives him Force Blast and Leap Climb. What when the this fuck character... is with this figure? <laughs> when the... <laughs> when this it, character... it is a chase. It is a chase. Yeah, so. it is a chase. I don't care. This... What the fuck is with this 19 defense for a 115-point figure? They're handing out a lot of 19 defenses. <laughs> so, I mean, this is... 19 defense per go over Stevens. 19, 19 for his first two clicks with impervious, loses impervious right away. And then he has 18s, then toughness with some 17s, late dial, sidestep, close combat expert. Only drops to a nine right in the middle. And then he has four damage and three damage for most of his dial. So really, you're gonna have somebody running shot up to him, shoot, and then he can charge in with a 12 attack, six damage carrying an object after that. And then, of course, Thunderstrike gives him Leap Climb, Force Blast, and when he knocks back somebody, which Super Strength, the new rules, is going to do knock back, opposing character at least one square, after actions resolve, heal him one click. So let's say you, I don't know, take one or two damage, you can heal right back up to that 19 defense by causing some knockback with your natural Force Blast from that or Force Blast from Super Strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so works well together. I really hope I pull him as my chase. If I don't, I'm probably going to cry a little bit. would have preferred him being a super rare, since the only other version we have is from Avengers. But whatever. Oh, that version's awesome. so bad, too. So horrible. <laughs> I don't even think that's... It's not this guy. I think that's the no. son of Thunderstrike. His son's in Avengers Assemble. And then the very first, like, card... Oh, way sets. back in the day. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's hella good, though. It, it's really strange to me that they made Thunderstrike into a chase. Like, generally, there's like themes to chases. What what theme does Thunderstrike even fall under? Thor ripoffs. Dead guys. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Dead guys. Uh, and this is the only chase that we've seen, so we can't even really. We don't know for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, the mystery remains for sure. I, I hope deep down that it's just other people with hammers and I can get another Beta Ray Bill. Why would you want us to get a Chase Beta Ray Bill? We haven't had a Beta Ray Bill since, like, Galactic Guardian or something. I, I don't want a Chase, but I'll take a Chase if that's all I can get. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is, can I forego paying rent one whole month and just buy cases of this set? That's just one real question to ask myself. It's a totally valid question. Do it. <laughs> Did you guys see Thunderball? Yup. Thunderball's real uh, dumb too. <laughs> Thunderball, like as just the character, not that dumb, but okay. His Thunderball equipment. His Thunderballs is what are makes, dumb yep. too. Uh, Chris, you don't have him pulled up, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Okay, going. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, number 60, so it's looking like he's a super rare. Coming in 100 points, he has the Masters of Evil team ability. He has the Masters of Evil keyword, Wrecking Crew, and Brute and Scientist. 
He's got a trait that allows him to start the game with the Thunderbolt attached to him. He's got a trait that says, live up to the name. Uh, gives him improved movement, ignores hindering. When Thunderbolt occupies a debris marker, he can't be targeted by opposing characters five or more squares away. Okay. So a little bit of self-imposed stealth there. Uh, he's got a special attack power that he has for the first four clicks of his dial. It says the old ball and chain. It gives him giant reach three. Which, by the way, I want to point out that I'm glad that they limited that giant reach three to his card and not the equipment. Because yeah. then it would be even more ridiculous. I think they realize oh, yeah. that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> says when Thunderball hits one or more opposing characters after action, after resolutions, modify those characters' combat values by negative one until your next turn. That's pretty sweet, except for he has a 10 attack. Um, I don't really like my super rares to start off with 10 attack. That just seems uh, kind of crappy uh, to me. Welcome to 2017. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's um, tough, especially considering everybody has an 18 or a 19 defense. Yeah, so you're not really going to hit. But he does have 9 speed with charge, 17 defense with invincible, 3 damage with outwit. Um, which you would suspect because he is a scientist. The character is a scientist, so he's pretty smart. Um, he's six clicks long, three clicks of charge, three clicks of force blast. He only has that special attack power on the first four clicks and then nothing after that. He starts off with invincible, goes to two clicks of in, uh, impervious, one click of invulnerable, and two clicks of toughness. He literally has every reducer in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, four clicks of empower after the outwit and then a last click of outwit. And then if you go, let me pull this up real quick, but um, the Thunderball itself, which by the way, we forgot to mention this, there, there are going to be keywords on the equipments now, okay? So they are labeled, there's indestructible, so this object can only be KO'd by using it in an object attack or by its own effect. Um, they have broken it down into a quip and then a colon, and it'll say any or was it friendly or something like that. They made it so some equipment can only be picked up by your team if you put it on your team. And then there's an unequip colon thing that says drop, or, and I think the other option is destroyed or something like that. So there's an article about it. You can go and read it. The Enchanted Ball and Chain, though, its effect is it gives Quake, but this deals but deals this character's printed damage value instead of two. So What the hell? The big combo everybody's talking about is uh, Elseworld Superman, who, uh, if he's in Hindering Train, can charge 11 squares and Quake for five damage. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, That's a thing now. What was the... Okay, so the... Um, the new Thor, that's undying. I'm clicking on the wrong crap. The mighty Thor, uh, the starter. Is it a starter? It's a starter. Uh, yeah. I think, with... yeah, it's yeah because it comes with the PAC and stuff. Okay. Well, that Hulk that's in there, the one that starts at 50 points and it has like leap and climb and you can go the whole leap and climb. Yep. And then Quake. And what's his printed damage value? It's four, I think. I thought it was 4 2. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not looking right. at it, so. Um, yeah, so you could put this on your Hulk and then charge, or not charge, leap and climb 11 squares away with like 12 attack and 4 damage quake everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's only for, yeah, like 60 points. <laughs> okay. 
He's not as uh, this Thunderball's not as good as the old Thunderball, but no, he's not. But you will definitely like people will want this for that. Um... Wrecking Crew is a very good. I mean, like how the Wrecking Crew, like they're awesome. I guess they were uh, due for a remake. It's been like four years, so yeah. yeah, I'm okay with it. Like they're you know they're they're definitely a good. This set makes sense that they would fall in. It did it not really make sense for them to be in the Iron Man set. But they hadn't used them in a really long time, so it made sense to fill four slots, and it was easy and stuff like that. But um, this set definitely makes sense because these people are always fighting for it. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to skip Cersei and Surtur because we don't have all day. But... Um, in exciting news, there's a lot of undead stuff, too. There's so many sets. There's so many sets. Uh, Mr. Clicksfix. Yeah. Tell me about Jacob Marley. Do you know who he is? I know who Jacob I, Marley I'm is. I'm familiar with the story, and I have him pulled up here. And he looks really good, especially for his points. Yeah. So he's uh, 35 points. Has the ghost realm and monster keyword. He's number 17. It's a gravity feed. So I think this is a chase. Uh, he's or maybe a rare. Super rare. Oh, oh, he's a rare. Okay. Yeah. Um, he has uh, improved movement. Uh, ignores uh, blocking and characters. He has uh, a trait called ghostly form. Can only carry other characters with the ghost realm keyword regardless of their speed symbol. So he can carry other flyers. Um, let's see here. He has a special on his movement, uh, for all three clicks that he's alive. It's uh free. It's uh, called ghastly chill free. Choose an opposing character that Jacob Marley moved through this turn. Unique modifier. The chosen character modifies its attack value minus two until your next turn. After resolution, you and the opposing characters owner each roll two D, uh, D sixes. If the result is higher, if your result is higher, deal that character one penetrating damage and heal Jacob Marley one damage. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and uh, wow, he he has uh, the snowfall team ability, which is wild card. Uh, he has an eleven attack with in uh, cap, eighteen defense with super senses, eighteen defense with super senses, and then seventeen with super senses. Nothing on his damage for the first click, and the last two clicks he has exploit weakness. I so I love how he ignores walls. He ignores characters, but a damn plant will stop him. Yes. I think he's the ghost of Chris. He's one of the ghosts of Christmas. I don't know. Which yeah, he's he's the first ghost that comes to uh, Ebenezer Scrooge Warns and tells him, him that the right? yeah, yeah tells him that the other three ghosts are coming. Yeah. Um. I like I the the minus two to attack is the most important thing to me. Uh, yeah, you can... Uh... For 35 points, that's really good. You can carry I think your the... ghosts in, and uh, they, can't yeah. hit, they pretty much can't hit the guy next turn. It's pretty good. What's really dumb is that even if you ro roll lower than your opponent, there's no downside at all. Yeah. There's, no. there's only an upside. That's just stupid. Yeah, they take a, a penetrating click maybe, and then... You know, you, you're dealing penetrating damage, too, with the exploit weakness if you're on click two. So you have a chance of yep. dealing two, penetrate, two penetrating clicks out of a 35-point figure. 
it's, it's really good. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I I feel like I want to be that guy and put like a uh, one of the possessors on him to give him impervious too. That'd be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, Doctor Frankenstein is a guy. Uh, he's thirty points. He's got uh, monster and scientist keyword. He's a common. Uh, he's got a trait. It's alive. Uh, support as free, but to only target friendly characters with the monster keyword. Uh, when Dr. Frankenstein <laughs> uses it, increase the D6 result by one. That's so awesome. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Dumb. That's so good. Uh, he's got uh, special damage ability. Perplex, but to only mod- but to only target characters with the monster keyword. If this target is named Frankenstein's monster, Dr. Frankenstein can modify a combat value plus two or minus two instead. That's kind of got some sweet uh, draft like play ability right there. Where if like you're sitting across the t- uh, across the table from somebody who is using Dr. Frankenstein's monster, and you have this guy be like, oh, well, you know what? Negative two to you. That's fine. Too, mm-hmm. too bad Frankenstein's monster is a chase, I think. <laughs> is it really yeah yeah uh uh calder tell me about frankenstein's monster the frankenstein's monster yeah all right fantastic he is a uh, one keyword monster he doesn't even get brutes or anything like that just monster he's 60 points one specials common symbol it's indom he has two traits Rarrr! At the beginning of your turn, <laughs> roll a d6 on a 4 through 6. Frankenstein's monster may immediately make a close attack. That's so not good. Free attack off That's... right away. No, it's pretty horrible. And then his second trait goes with Dr. Frankenstein, my creator. Friendly characters with the scientist keyword can use support to target Frankenstein's monster. When a character with the scientist keyword targets Frankenstein's monster with support, his defense value is 14 for that action. If that character is named Dr. Frankenstein, he can use support. Even if he or Frankenstein's monster are adjacent to an opposing character. Fuck you. So, <laughs> that Albeit, for 60 points, he's got charge, super strength, 18 of vulnerability, 3 damage, battle fury. He's not great, like, just dial-wise. But for only 60 points and the free attack and, what, he'd be 90 points if you pair him with the dock. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I mean, and you can... He gets super strength. You can perp him plus 2, like... Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know if he's like a great chase choice, but he's a cool named monster. I mean, I think he's still solid, but uh, he's like he's know. like an iconic monster, so I think that's why they put him at chase. Yes, I, yeah, love, I love yeah. how his real name is Na. <laughs> it's not available. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. That information it's is not there. Science monster. That information's not there. Uh, Another cool thing, oh, though. Sorry. Wait, sorry, really quick. Uh, you can also use Doctor Frankenstein with the Amazing Spider-Man Frankenstein's monster because they have the exact same name. Just oh, throwing yeah. that out there no. for anybody that. Wants to. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's searching it right now. That's what's happening. Just to make sure he doesn't believe his ears. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, but the other one's better. Yeah, he is better. I'm just saying, you could if you wanted to. If you want, you could to. use both. You oh yeah, use both. Go. Yes, that's true. You could just be Frankenstein's. Um, Chris, 
Yeah, what's up? Skeletons are spooky. Tell me about them. These are actually pretty bland characters. Uh, I but... think they're fucking boss for 25 points. Okay, so here's what we got for 25 points. You have four clicks of life. They start with they have two clicks of charge. They have two clicks of combat reflexes and two clicks of super senses. That's it. Attack goes 10, 10, 9, 9. Damage is two throughout. They have a unique modifier trait. It says it's called the Skeleton Army, which is the exact same trait that the Skeleton Champion has. Um, it says adjacent friendly characters with the Skeleton Army keyword modify damage by plus one. So as long as you got them all based next to each other, that's kind of cool. Um, at 25 points a piece, though, I don't know if they're worth 25 points a piece. I think they are. They um, have a 19 defense up close. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they... I'm just going to put a Colossal on my team. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, yeah and no. They, I, will say that, I will say this, though. They look cool. They look cool as hell. They did a awesome. really good job on this sculpt. Um, the only difference between the, the regular skeleton and the skeleton champion is going to be the, um, the color. One's brown and one's it looks gray. Uh, that one, same trait, 50 points instead, has charge. This one has blades for the first four clicks, and it's a five-click dial. Uh, involve for two clicks, combat reflexes for three clicks, and it has leadership for the first two clicks. So it's going to be fun, don't get me wrong. I think it'll be fun to run like a couple skeleton champions and a bunch of your little just like peon skeletons. It'd be great so, to do like a army of darkness scenario with these guys, like playing yeah. on Arthur's castle or whatever. It'd be so fun. That would be cool. Um, yeah. They're not stellar or anything, but it, it's definitely, it's flavorful. I like that horde dynamic that they've got going on. Um, so they're pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I've just, I've done dumber things with 25 and 50 points. So I have too. They're, they're not terrible. Yeah. Not I, great, I, but they're not terrible. I just don't understand why they wouldn't at least just give the skeletons blades, claws, and fangs because they have a freaking sword. Because that probably... Yeah. Well, they they try to make an Iron Man that has a flight whooshy thing, just somebody that could walk around. They it's WizKids doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he, makes, a good, he makes a good point. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about zombies. Zombies are cool. Mister Clicksfix, you like zombies? I mean, they're a bit played I, out, but I I do like zombies, and these are these are not Zuvembies. These are regular zombies. <laughs> it's uh. Zuvembi. They got the zombie trademark, huh? I'm proud of them. Yes. Uh, Let me see here. Zombie horde and monster keywords. Surprise, surprise. Uh, 15 points. uh, Three clicks long has Indom. Um, Starts off with uh, four movement, uh, nine attack with in cap, 15 uh, defense with toughness, two damage. And then uh, attack goes down by one on click two. And speed and damage go down by one on click three, and he loses toughness. Uh, has a trait says uh, zombie horde at the beginning of your turn for all ch- characters with this trait choose one, move or close. Actions of the chosen type made by friendly characters with the zombie horde keyword don't count towards your action total for the turn. So you can move your whole zombie team in a turn or attack with them all. And you can use the uh, blood axe to give them exploit weakness for free. (laughs) (laughs) Because you really want to do that. (laughs) That's what I like to do with my zombies. (laughs) So they're not. I mean, for 15 points, they're not terrible. Again, they're they're not great, but they're they're flavorful, and it would play like a zombie horde. 
I think so too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I like this set. I I really do. We got just more. because it's so it's so yeah. new, it's so random. You know what I mean? Like we haven't seen horror clicks in like fifteen years. So yeah, I w- I was totally gonna skip over this set, and I've seen these couple previews, and now I think I'm gonna end up with at least a gravity feed. You, you know why this set's pretty great? Zombie uh, Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Zombie Abraham Lincoln has three point values, 150, 60, and 40. Uh, he has the zombie horde trait, as mentioned earlier. Uh, his top dial, he starts with... Uh... Oh, he has zombie horde, monster, and politician. Uh, he should have probably got celebrity too, I think, but whatever. Um uh, he's got five movement and with a special movement ability. Charge and sidestep. When zombie Abraham Lincoln <laughs> hits with a close attack this turn, <laughs> other friendly characters with the zombie horde keyword can use free. Make a close attack targeting a character hit by zombie Abraham Lincoln this turn. <laughs> I'm just really great. piling it on. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. pretty great. Uh, he has invincible... Because he's just a zombie from the back country. Whatever that makes. <laughs> uh, he's got prob, uh, because he's honest. He's uh, honest, Abe, and that's why he has probability control. Uh, he gets steel energy <laughs> later down his 150 dial. Uh, until he gets to a special damage ability. Uh, once per attack, with a fr- when a friendly character's attack roll is 4 or 7... choose after resolutions remove an action token from the attacker or after resolutions give the target an action token I I love it I love how ridiculous four scored seven years ago ago. (laughs) so you're all four or seven he he falls off pretty hard because I imagine he's losing limbs at some point he goes from a 11 attack all the way down to a 7 with a 14 defense of 1 attack one damage, but you're playing this figure for just you know because it makes all your zombies just better. And he apparently yeah. gives the Gettysburg address while he's in battle, which is fantastic. Yeah. Emancipating your entrails. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, his kids. Yeah, this uh, this one was well done. This one is well done. Did they license this out to another company? I almost don't believe this is them. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's too good. Oh, did did we talk about his special on his attack? Uh, was, I, was I asleep at the oh, no. for that one? I guess I forgot about that. He gets a special attack ability. Uh, later down dial. If zombie Abraham Lincoln is adjacent to a friendly character with the zombie horde keyword. keyword excuse me. Modify attack by plus one. If he is adjacent to three or more friendly characters with the zombie horde keyword, modify damage by plus one. So, yeah. <laughs> As he starts getting weaker, he actually has. It kind of balances time. out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But he's awesome and not a chase. I think he's actually a common. So, it's I, kind I'm... of crazy. I... I need this. <laughs> like, yeah, I do. Yeah, he's good. He'll be fun, and being set number eight, he's going to be easily attainable, I'd think. Yeah, for sure. Um, that actually finishes up our uh, our news. 
We did it. We made it. Yay. <laughs> we made it. We're here. Streamers. So I've got streamers. Uh, we next next episode because I mean we're we're running close on time, but next episode we should definitely cover Surter because it's it's so damn good. Is he? W- w- let's just tell everybody his colossal retaliation for curiosity. Okay, okay, let me pull it up real quick. Okay, it says, uh, play Surter such that you make a close attack targeting the chosen character, then do so after resolutions. Deal one penetrating damage to each opposing character within <laughs> two squares. Um. Once again, that's just going to be one penetrating damage. That's like a what a six square spread because I mean he takes up two squares, oh, is, uh, yeah, and then it's two in either direction. Yeah, and is that regardless of whether he hit or not? No, or does he it, have to hit? It just says after resolution to deal one penetrating damage, uh, so he doesn't have to hit. But I mean, he's probably gonna hit because he has twelve freaking attack. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, here's the, here's the dumb part. He has 12 attack, which is naked, and he has only three damage, but, but he has a special damage power called Twilight Sword of Doom. Opposing characters can't use defense powers if they're the only target of Surtur's attack. <laughs> the only thing that he doesn't, like, the only thing that's going to screw this guy over is shape change. Other than that, he doesn't care. He's going to hit you. <laughs> so Amazing. Way to go, boys, kids. This set looks spectacular. Um, you guys can go ahead and get uh, uh, casual comparison started. I've got to go start getting my pizza ready because I haven't eaten and it's 9 o'clock. Okay, night. all right. So, and you, you be back quickly. Sweet I'll, cheeks, miss you. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. All right, so let's do casual comparisons. And if this is the first ever episode that you've tuned in of Dial H for Hero Clicks, what casual comparisons is is where we compare uh, three figures of the same name, same universe, and we always let our guests pick what character they want to cover. So uh, Mr. Clicks Fix has chosen that this week we are going to cover Doctor Strange. Um, we've chosen three characters. And these are just three generally understood to be good versions of the character. Uh, after we get done speaking about them, we'll vote on which one we like the best. Maybe it's our favorite representation of the character or whatever. And that will be Dial H's official Doctor Strange. All right, uh, Mr. Clicksmith, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, the one that I picked was uh, number 28 from Galactic Guardians. So uh, we're reaching back a little bit. He's uh, rare, has the Defender's team ability and Mystic's team ability, eight uh, range with a single bolt, 196 points. Uh, Starts off with uh, flight with a 10 movement and phasing, 11 attack with uh, penetrating psychic blast, 18 defense with impervious, three damage with prob. Um, Let's see here. He has two traits. One is called Astral Form. Give Doctor Strange a power action and place a, an Astral Doctor Strange from outside the game in an adjacent square. And the other one is called Defender's Portal. Uh, character, characters possessing the Defender's keyword or team ability who begin the, an action adjacent to Doctor Strange can use Phasing Teleport but have their speed value for that action. And he has a special on his movement 
on clicks two through six. And it is uh, give Doctor Strange a free action and choose an opposing character adjacent to a friendly astral Doctor Strange. This turn, Doctor Strange can target that character regardless of range, squares, or line of fire when making a ranged combat attack or using Outwit or Perplex. And he's eight clicks long. And that's probably my favorite one ever. That um, If you are listening to this and you've never played this figure, you've never played against this figure, trust me, it's absolutely dumb. Because what... What is your go-to scenario when you when you use this figure? What is the what do you oh, your strategy? When, when I do it, I t- I tur- totally turtle in my starting area and yep. send the astral Doctor Stranges to do my bidding. Yep. And when you br- when you bring them onto the field, you get it's a split dial, um, so you get a choice of two, and both of them have three clicks. And basically, the difference is is one has three clicks of uh, in cap, and the other has three clicks of force blast. Um, they don't block line of fire, and if they're KO'd on a roll of a one through three, you can deal. Uh, you can take an action token on your Doctor Strange. Um, but they're really good. It's nice too because you can get around uh, stealth and stuff because of uh, it doesn't care about lines of fire. It was just it was fun at the time, and it felt like you know sort of like a omnipresent Doctor Strange. I don't really know how much like impervious actually represents them, but. It's there, but other than that, I mean, it felt like a spot-on Doctor Strange to me. I was kind of, uh, like, it made no sense that he had impervious to me as well. I was thinking the same thing. But then I was like, it's Doctor Strange. He has magic. With magic, you can make anything you want to happen happen in comic books. Yeah. So why wouldn't he have, like, a magical shield around him or something like that? That makes sense. Right. Um, it, he is really dumb as far— because. 196 points is a lot to invest in one character. But mm-hmm. if that character is sitting all the way back in your starting zone and you're turtling him up with some other characters or something like that, yeah, he just goes for days. He can just st- sit back there and just keep throwing those Doctor Strange astral projections out and attacking, and it's it's right. really annoying to face against, but it's really fun to play. <laughs> him and yeah. I have something in common. We can go for days. Yeah. But, Not what I heard. <laughs> fuck you. Connor, <laughs> Connor, what do you think? I, I think usually, yeah, I've never played against him or anything. Oh, I was talking but... about Drew's love life. Oh, Drew's love life? <laughs> I think it's fairly sad and insignificant. But That's why I figured. Go past it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I'm not fucking cows, Calder. <laughs> what? Hey, whoa, whoa. So whoa. back to Doctor Strange. Don't talk about your mom that way. Oh! <laughs> Um, the figure, though, called... it's good. No, it's good. I think my, it's my really mother good. is a saint. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I really like the figure. I think it covers all the bases of a Doctor Strange. It's kind of like mixing between a more whatever potent attacky Doctor Strange, and then also the sitting in the whatever. What does he call his mansion again? The Sanctum Sanctorum. Sanctum Sanctorum, thank you. Get your life right, you need to know. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Sitting in the Sanctum Sanctorum, it's kind of like a mixture between the Civil War Doctor Strange, who just kind of sits back and does little things and whatever. But this one kind of throws out his uh, astrals to do his bidding. I think this is a really cool one. He's very flavorful for me. Yeah. Sure. All right, um, Calder, which Doctor Strange did you want to talk about? I was going to talk about the Amazing Spider-Man, number five, Doctor Strange. Go for it. All right, sweet. So he's fairly simple. He has 
Defenders, Midnight Suns, and Mystical. He's 90 points. Six range and flight. It's the only special combat symbol he has. He has one trait. Gather them together. Secret Defenders or the Midnight Suns? Question mark. At the beginning of the game, choose one. Doctor Strange and adjacent friendly characters can use the Defenders team ability or him and adjacent friendly characters can use the Mystic team ability, but only deal damage to adjacent opposing characters while using Mystics. Or, yeah, comma, comma, comma. That's how that would go. Uh, top dial, he has 10 movement with stealth, 10 attack with telekinesis, 17 defense with mastermind, 3 damage, leadership. This is like my go-to Doctor Strange for the longest time because pairing him up with uh, Ant-Man, like we kind of talked about earlier, pairing him with the 20 defense Ant-Man, just giving everybody around me 20 defense was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then what's really cool is that he can just he can move up, carry up one person, sit around, and give everybody twenty defense, and then that person can go running shot or charge out or whatever attack, and then you can TK bring them back to the twenty defense hole, and then they're safe again. So the twenty defense hole, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> they're in whatever. And then after after his top dial, he picks up penetrating psychic blast, uh, super senses for a few clicks, and then down dial. Click four, he gets probability control for the rest of his dial. Then he has some pulse wave, ESD, all this other stuff, all this garbage no one really uses. But it's it's pretty great. It's fantastic. It's amazing. He's one of my favorite Doctor Stranges. He's very specific into what he was doing, and he may not fit a really certain role that feels like Doctor Strange, but for this one specific whatever storyline he was in, it's pretty great. Okay. I, I was going to ask him, like, why... You already explained it, but I was going to ask, like, what made you pick this one out of all of the Doctor Strangers? It seems weird. He's super cheap, though, so if you want to pick him up, he's probably under a dollar. Um, I chose the Planeswalker Doctor Strange from the uh, Avengers Defenders War. And I just want to throw this out there. We, we get that uh, this is pretty new territory as far as people keying all this information in on uh, HC Realms, but the formatting of the title character abilities block of text needs a little bit of reworking if anybody out there is listening. because um, I had to go get my card to be able to read this because I couldn't even keep track of what was going on in this block. But um, here's, here's why I like this Doctor Strange. Uh, so he is a planeswalker and he has three abilities just like all of them do his plus one is uh, modified doctor strange earth guardian or an adjacent friendly character's damage value by plus one that was really good um, and I've used this figure before it's it is really good with him alone if even if you don't want to boost somebody adjacent to you because he does have 11 attack with pin side seven range and three damage so you can go for four four damage pin side, which is great. And he has top dial prob because he's Dr. Strange. Um, his negative one is adjacent friendly characters can use the mystics team ability until your next turn. That can be, that can be really useful, especially if you know that your opponent is getting ready to energy explosion, the crap out of your characters, then just huddle up, pop this mystics team ability and then make them change their mind real quick about wanting to energy explode onto like four of your guys. Mm-hmm. Um, his his ultimate that's what they call it in magic but I'm going to use it here it's called Sorcerer Supreme for the rest of the game as long as Doctor Strange Earth Guardian is on the map you may re-roll and attack roll each turn that is fantastic because it's not a probability control and he already has probability control so this is basically like he gets to use probability control 
twice in a game. Um, and it's each turn, too. So those multiple player games, like you're playing with like a battle royale or something like that, it, it counts. Every person. You can make anyone roll, and it doesn't have anything to do with line of fire or within range or anything like that. It's just free. You get to choose on what kind of hits or what doesn't hit, which I think is fantastic. He does start with two plot points. So the only thing that I, I don't really like about this character, he has a Mystic Team ability, by the way, as you would suspect. I think all of them do, right? All the ones that we talked about? I think so. Uh, he doesn't have any kind of willpower, uh, which kind of sucks, but he's only 80 points. And for 80 points, I like Doctor Strange as a character, but he's not one of my favorite, favorite characters. So I don't want to invest like the 196 points in the like the Guardian uh, Galactic Guardians Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. eighty points is a really great like middle ground for me that for Doctor Strange, and then plus that if you can pull off the ultimate with him, I I think that's such a fantastic ability with his altering of probabilities and stuff like that because he's a freaking magician. I think that makes sense uh, with Doctor Strange as a character. Uh, he does start with a top dial eighteen defense with energy shield deflection. And he has eight speed. He's a flyer. Eight speed with sidestep. So he's not a movement attack character, but that's okay because you kind of want to hang back with him and then get your plot points up to the point where you can trigger his ultimate. And that's okay. He's a slower-paced character, but I think he's worth it. Drew, do you have any uh, anything to say on any of that? Are you busy eating? Doctor Strange... He's a good guy. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the newest trailer for the Thor Ragnarok movie? Which one? Yeah, the Japanese one. Yeah, it had uh, Chinese or Japanese writing. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, totally introduces Doctor Strange into the Strange movie. Stuart. Wait, what? So, <laughs> yeah, so Doctor Strange is in the Ragnarok movie. No fucking mm-hmm. way. Yeah, man. Yep. I'm pretty Make sure that sure. was already confirmed, though, after... Yeah, but this is the first time we got to, like, anyways. see it. You know what that I mean? That is true. Yeah. So, and and now it's it's starting to make a lot more sense as far as... Because everyone was wondering, how the hell does Thor get to, like, Sakaar? And how, how did the Hulk get there? What? But if you add in this idea of he can jump planes and stuff like that, Doctor Strange, I mean, then sure. This is all starting to make a lot more sense now. Um, uh, so let's go ahead and vote and see how it lands, uh, Mr. Clicks. Uh, I, as much as I'd like to take the pirate code and vote for my own, I, I feel like Calder's, I, I played that one so many times, I can't not give it a vote. That's... Yeah! <laughs> Calder, what about you? Alright, I have played against the Planeswalker three times now. And it's never been easy, ever. I mean, he's always been a huge pain in the butt. So, I kind of, I kind of want to give it to him just because of how many times. I, I really think he's amazing, Doctor Strange. That is a really just good one. The way his dial flows, how high his defense is, it's it's hard to get him based. It's much harder than you think it would be. And yeah, okay, I'm just gonna vote for him. I, he's giving me so many headaches trying to deal with him. Yeah, Drew, what about you? Um, probably, I would say the Planeswalker. 
Okay. Uh, that's actually the one that I was going to vote for as well. Uh, well, of course. You're a cheater. I do not always vote for the one that I chose. Uh-huh. Then that can be proved with elder episodes. Proven with older episodes. But um, a, a big shout-out should go to, like, runner-up, should really go to the uh, con-exclusive one, the one that's 150 points with the D20. You guys have all, like, played that stuff too, right? Yes. I hate that mechanic so much. Yeah. <laughs> You hate it? Yeah, Why? it's so fucking gimmicky. It is. It is pretty gimmicky, but it's it when it works for you, it's really awesome. When it doesn't work for you, it really sucks. It's cool. I get it. He's a spell guy, but like, eh. <laughs> he's he's double the cost of Faust, so at least they tried to fix it a little. Yeah, that's true. I, I like. I really like his sculpt, though. Um, that is a good sculpt. I think that was really cool. The um the planeswalker one has a I know it's from a specific run but I can't remember which run it it is and if you actually look at the back of this the significant appearance on the card just says N A like what why really how's it yeah how's that not applicable or not available you I I actually read that run uh what it what it was was um. Uh, a cosmic person came from outer space and was uh, destroying all the magic in the uh, universe. And uh, Doctor Strange was trying to gather up items, magical items, to fight him. So that's how he ended up with the axe. The, the axe itself is magical? Yeah. And oh, like cool. him and Scarlet Witch, and I think it had Brother Voodoo and oh. a couple other people. Like they all teamed up to try to fight the, the guy. So it was, was kind of like the super there? friends of magic people. Yeah. <laughs> Is X-23 there? Yeah. Uh, I don't I remember she, I thought she showed up for a bit when like, all the magic was being sucked out of the earth or something. I don't Maybe remember. she did. I don't know. I, I stopped reading the comic after a little bit, but it, uh-huh. that's that was the general gist of what was going on. Okay. Well, he, he does have uh, Blades, Claws, and Fangs on clicks uh, three through six, so at least WizKids did give him the right power since they gave him an axe. Yes. So, good good job, WizKids. All right. Uh yes. Let's see. Any last words, guys? Yeah, is he the only Are one on this list with Avengers? Oh, yeah, I'm getting... <laughs> Am I killing you? Any last words, guys? I mean, I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to say yes either. What was your, what was your question, Calder? Okay. Is he the only one on this list with Avengers? Because the rest, I think, all have Defenders. Okay, no, the Conics. Okay, never mind. Your pick, James's pick, and the other one have. Avengers, but I think he's the lowest point Doctor Strange with Avengers because all the shifting focused have defenders keyword only. Oh, they do. So oh, that's that actually, yeah. yeah that what about sense. what about the one LE that has seventy five points? Oh, you're right. No, that you're I, right. I like running that one a lot too. That's why he's up there for me thinking about him. That one's um, uh, actually really good too. I I know that this is like. It really depends on what era of comics you read comics in, right? So, and that's going to kind of dictate what your views of that character are. Uh, I never read Doctor Strange as a defender because I'm I'm not that like I'm not that old. That's mm-hmm. not the time period when I was reading. Um, so when I first started reading and I got into Doctor Strange as a character, he was in the New Avengers. It was Bendis's run, and you can say what you mm-hmm. want about Bendis, whatever. But to me, in my head, I'm like, Doctor Strange is an Avenger. He's not really a defender. He gave up that that years ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But he's always been a defender for me personally, anyways. But 
I see what you're saying. He's definitely yeah, more see, of a defender than an Avenger. I think in a lot of people's heads, he is, for sure. Just see, not mine. I, I prefer to think of my Doctor Strange as playing lead for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I always think of uh, Doctor Strange as uh, the, in the Illuminati is the, the one oh, I always yeah, think of. Oh, yeah, that's a big one, too. I like to imagine my Doctor Strange is eight pounds, six ounces, sweet Doctor Strange. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so Doctor Strange, Earth's Guardian is Dial H's Doctor Strange. Mm. I got to keep track of these so we don't read pages and stuff. Um, all right, if I'm reading show notes correctly, next on to community, right, Drew? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> did, did you get anything from uh, Facebook? No. <laughs> yeah, I'll go right into Twitter. Uh, so I put out a community question, and of course, you guys I want you guys to answer as well. Um, are there any figure or any characters you feel have never been done justice, flavorless and/or poor design choices or whatever? What what character you just you think they never nailed? Killer Moth. Killer Moth. That's actually a really good choice. Uh, probably mad thinker or the tinkerer oh that's right because you actually did answer the question i did answer the question (laughs) i remember that um when's the last time they made the mad the mad thinker i think was fantastic forces dear god and the tinkerer i don't think they've made him how have they never made the tinkerer i don't know that's that you gotta call them and ask (laughs) Tinker or huh? Yep, they never have. Interesting. That that seems like such a like they gloss. How do they gloss over that figure? He gets used in the comics. Like he's not one of those completely D-list characters that doesn't. They mention him, and if uh, whatever. Um, we got a few other answers. Silver Surfer. Coach Step said Silver Surfer. Uh, Ares, the Marvel version. The Thing, Captain Adam, Juggernaut, Jay Garrick, and Doctor Fate. Was the uh, was the Marvel version of Ares in uh, uh, Spider Man not good? That is exactly what I asked him. I said you didn't like uh, Spirit Foes of Spider Man Ares. He said I did, but Ares should be closer to DC Ares. And to which to which I responded, I thought they were kind of treated as two entirely different characters. They are. Um, yeah, because because. In DC, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, because I don't read too much DC, but isn't he more treated of like a a god? Uh, he's he, a real. He's he is a big a god. bad. He is a god. Well, he's technically a god in Marvel too, but like he's really godly, yeah, and he's really like, strong. He, he's really really powerful in Marvel comics. Ares is more of just like a bruiser, like you would expect to see him in like a sideshow boxing ring or something, more than like sitting on a throne. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, he got ripped yeah. in half by the century, so he's not going to be, you know, god level. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Man, century, uh, god damn, I still want that century. <laughs> I can't. The one from one from Civil War. Yeah. Or, uh... Oh man. Century uh, is like one of my like underrated favorites. Like... I love the century. I think it was a really cool idea to make a multiple personality Superman. Like, yeah, it's awesome, actually. I thought that yeah. was a great idea. It was unique. Um, okay, so Hoss Smash said Krampus, uh, but then I was like, 
<laughs> They've only made one of them. <laughs> so, I, I think he just didn't like that one, like because the, the the mechanic doesn't really trigger the way that you would think it would it would. Yeah. Uh, he said a fun idea ruined because he can never pull it off. That was before Precision Strike, Shape Change or Stealth, and he would be fine, which they didn't give him, so he kind of got kind of got hosed. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who this is, Nick, Nick Pitt, uh, but this one made me laugh. He said Spider Man, Silver Surfer, Thor, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, the Century. He actually said the Century and Blue Marvel, and I 100% agree with Blue Marvel. Yeah, Blue the more. Uh, the you one go. In, the one in uh, what was it? Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sucked. That that was that was a bad figure, and that was a really horrible super rare to pull if you like bought a case. He's just like, not very good. Yeah. No, yeah, he was he terrible. And whose idea was it to make like three figures with that um, that Avengers trait that they boost each other's defense if they're like right next to each other or whatever it was. But they only made like three people with the trait, so you, you can't even really use the trait. Mm-hmm. God, that was so stupid. That was a bad idea. They have they have a lot of bad ideas. Um, that's it as far as community though goes. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I don't have anything else. Uh, um. I don't know. Calder? What me? Yes, I'm present. Were you were you going up the steps? <laughs> Was I upstairs? no, I have no idea. Someone someone someone's upstairs. Probably a ghost. Probably uh, a Jacob Marley. Gonna Jacob Marley, right you son of a bitch, we're trying to record a podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um You know who actually kind of disappointed me x nilo x nilo yeah yeah oh, i was so bad yeah that was a disappointment his um his power that one-off power where you can nuke people basically yeah. from orbit yeah mm-hmm. it was a cool idea in in theory but the rest of the dial just doesn't represent what he should have been able to do because if you read the comics because he was in the hickman run yep he's really cool he's really powerful and I don't know what they were thinking with that. Yeah. Hero click. So uh, I would like to first of all thanks thank Mr. Clicksfix for uh, stopping by. Go ahead and chill your stuff. Let the people know where they can follow you. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Clicksfix, or uh, you know just type in uh, Mr. Clicksfix on uh, YouTube, and I'll pop right up. You'll see me there. Make sure you don't I've, put uh, spaces in between that because he won't come up. By the way. Uh oh. Because yeah. I tried to find you with spaces in between. It's all one, like, combined word. Yeah. I don't know why I did that, but that's <laughs> that's, that's one of those things. It's too late to fix now. Oh, but well. uh, anyway, uh, I'm trying to do uploads now every Sunday and every uh, Wednesday. So. Good stuff. Good yep. stuff. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Of yeah. course. You can follow us on Twitter at Dial H for HeroClicks, the number four, not not the letters. One of those things that can't be changed now, Austin. Austin Smith. (laughs) Um, God. (laughs) Follow him at jexbills on youtube.com. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as far as the Twitter God, goes, God damn it. <laughs> I think we'll get into this probably Calder, next. Calder, Calder. <laughs> uh, Con 50 just occurred here in Indianapolis, as most people probably know at this point. Uh, there were, I made a lot of posts over the weekend, um, specifically some pictures of the WizKids uh, booth. They had some setup figures in there. Um, some stuff that I hadn't seen figures, uh, posted pictures of uh, from any other place. And I did see that they do uh, the Miss Marvel click does have the Avengers team ability. So I'm guessing that she probably has the keyword, which I'm really hoping for. But go on to the Twitter and check out those pictures and stuff. Yeah, she she gives me nightmares that the weird elongation freaks me out so much. Yeah, it's really Ooh. weird. It's... She just that. I'm sorry that elongation bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> do you like uh... elongated man? Not a fan. Not a fan. Not no. a fan? No. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah, he's no plastic man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Dial H for Hero Clicks, the words that you want to type, you know, logically. Um, we're on Podbean. We're on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Um, Mr. Flix, I would like to have you on again sometime. Feel free to yes, listen. Yes, sir. Yep, you anytime you guys want. Um, and I hope you guys have a great night and, uh, take care. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right.